sing this with me, this is 40. Pastor David Chow for the people of Kalani Park Mennonite Brethren Church. It's May 17th, 2020 during the pandemic. It's the sixth Sunday of Easter. This message is entitled, I Waited Patiently Based on Psalm 40 from Eugene Peterson's The Message. The Lord is here. Indeed, He is. I hope this message finds you in good health. I've invested considerable time contemplating my family's life in our faith ministry. You have grown all of us up. It does indeed take a village. You have, most of you, seen all of us grow from younglings into the people that God wants us to be, and we are still in the process of becoming. July 1st, 2002 is when we first began our journey among you, and now, on the cusp of 18 years, we're beginning to prepare for the conclusion of our service among you. And so it is with no small amount of emotion that I will prepare these last six messages, two each month into July, for us to consider and to reflect on. These reflections will be a series of letters coupled with scripture, a series of conversations, if you will, in the living room at the hearth of the fireplace. You see, although you've asked me to help you grow, to help guide you and to accompany you along the way, it is you all who have grown me, who have poured into me and have helped form me. This has certainly been a fruitful relationship, grown in the context of the mundane, everyday ebb and flow with more ups than downs, at least from my perspective, and it has been a wonderful mutual flourishing. Now, what seems like not so long ago when I was a young man, I would fill pages of journal entries as I reflected on, on my experiences. I would process my interactions, my thoughts, desires, and I would reflect on how God was speaking to me through these experiences. And through reading the Word, through the interactions I had with others, and I would begin to see how God was speaking to me through all of those things. My journal entries were raw, not polite, and they were meant to be a place of complete honesty. Later on in my life, I would meet with our esteemed former pastor emeritus, Gordon Stewart, and reflect with him on a monthly basis about how God had impacted me, using the Psalms as the medium for our conversations. I treasure and carry this wonderful tradition along with me now. The book of Psalms is kind of a journal entry, or blog, if you will. On one hand, it is a piece of very personal writing filled with creative language and raw emotion. On the other hand, the Psalms is a book filled with universal truth. The Psalms affirm that our very human experiences are real and okay. Our humanity is validated through the Psalms. And so, let me share with you from the heart, from the deepest inner core of my being. This week, we look at Psalm 40. I, personally, am very thankful for King David's words, here we are, two and a half months away from completing my time as pastor of Killarney Park MB Church, and I'm wondering, have I made the right decision? We thought that this was God's timing. Everything in our minds added up, 
and then COVID-19 happened. Now, who could ever have predicted that? And now with an imminent move, a pandemic lockdown, and the morning of all that goes with a relocation, loss of identity, loss of community, loss of place, and loss of sense of belonging, these losses all plague both mind and heart. And I cry out to God, how long, God? How long? And God just quietly listened to my rant and invective, my lament. The Psalms invite us back to the throne room of the King, and we are reminded that there is indeed someone, capital S, who cares for his creation, and we're a part of that. The Psalms give us language to celebrate the joys and wrestle with the horrors of our human experience. These past number of weeks have been an occasion to dig down deep and pray the Psalms, to talk to God, especially when we do not have the words. Each day we hear of reports from Dr. Bonnie Henry and Health Minister Adrian Dix, an updated number of how many people are currently affected with COVID-19 and how many deaths in our health region has experienced. We continue to hear from our Prime Minister how much more money the government is spending to help our beleaguered economy, and we continue to hear how our province is progressing, and we are given daily reminders of how important it is to maintain physical distancing, and in some cases, self-isolation. How long, Lord? How long? Well, at this point, I invite you to read with me Psalm 40. If you'd like, you can close your eyes and listen to the words of the psalmist. If not, please feel free to follow along on the page in front of you. I'm reading Psalm 40 today from Eugene Peterson's paraphrase, The Message. I waited and waited and waited for God. At last he looked, and finally he listened. He lifted me out of the ditch, pulled me up from deep mud. He stood me up on a solid rock to make sure I wouldn't slip. He taught me how to sing the latest God song, a praise song to our God. More and more people are seeing this. They enter the mystery, abandoning themselves to God. Blessed are you who give yourselves over to God. Turn your backs on the world's sure thing. Ignore what the world worships. The world's a huge stockpile of God-wonders and God-thoughts. Nothing and no one comes close to you. I start talking about you, telling what I know, and quickly run out of words. Neither numbers nor words account for you. Doing something for you, bringing something to you, that's not what you're after. Being religious, acting pious, that's not what you're asking for. You've opened my ears so I can listen. And so I answered, I'm coming. I read in your letter what you wrote about me, and I'm coming to the party that you're throwing for me. That's when God's word entered my life, became part of my very being. I've preached you to the whole congregation. I've kept back nothing. God, you know that. I didn't keep the news of your ways a secret. I didn't keep them to myself. I told it all how dependable you are, how thorough. I didn't hold back pieces of love and truth for myself alone. I told it all. Let the congregation know the whole story. So now, God, don't hold out on me. Don't hold back your passion. Your love and truth are all that keeps me together. When troubles ganged up upon me, a mob of sins past counting, I was so swamped by guilt I couldn't see my way clear. More guilt in my heart than hair in my head. So heavy the guilt that my heart gave out. 
Soften up, God, and intervene. Hurry and get me some help, so those who are trying to kidnap my soul will be embarrassed and lose face, so anyone who gets a kick out of making me miserable will be heckled and disgraced, so those who pray for my ruin with, will be booed and jeered without mercy. But all who are hunting for you, oh, let them sing and be happy. Let those who know what you're all about tell the world you're great and not quitting. Me? I'm a mess. I'm nothing and have nothing. Make something of me. You can do it. You've got what it takes. But God, don't put it off. As David, the shepherd boy, fled from King Saul, there must have been a few things going through his mind to evoke such a prayer as Psalm 40. God, you anointed me king. You've helped me fend off bears and lions. You even helped me defend our nation's pride by helping me best the giant Goliath. And now I'm running for my life from King Saul. What gives? The reality is that King David was ultimately crowned king of Israel soon after Saul was killed in a battle. But up until that point, David was trying his best to honor both God and country. David learned after a long line of experiences and lessons that God does deliver his people from trouble. However, it's the weight that might be the very difficult thing. Most often we don't see God's wisdom in his timing. Yet, we can be thankful for the eventual outcome and we can also tell others about it. David penned Psalm 40 as a declaration that God, in his wisdom, does hear our cry. Yet David does not skirt the reality that life's experiences are oftentimes filled with pain and uncertainty. And this is my hope, as I trust in the God that David trusted in. You know, I'm thankful for God's provision. I have some trinket called Facebook. My personal page has been kind of like the comic section of the newspaper. It has been a bit cathartic to use this as a tool to help lift my own spirits during this odd time. I have heard from many, far and wide, that this ministry of laughter has helped them through a few tough spots. It has certainly helped me through a couple for sure, and although I am on the road to healing and wholeness, it has been a long road. I am thankful for God's provision, yes, even in the form of Facebook, but even more grateful for grace for the day, for a community to uphold me and prayerfully support my family and myself, and for life and breath that is an opportunity to share with others what God is doing in my own life. From the rebuilding of my heart and my mind and my body to the rebuilding of relationships around me, from the repair and rebuild of a basement leak, I am learning about humility and the gifts of friendly neighbors. I'm also learning about grace. Ron Cohen loaned me some tools to help me fix the leaks in our basement, and I'm been able to do the repair work with my own two hands. How about that? I have much to give thanks for. God is good. How long, Lord? How long? As I look back, I can see that the Lord has indeed heard my cry and raised me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and the mire. He has set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. And he has put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and hear and put their trust in the Lord. Listen, if you'd like, to you 2s cover of today's psalm titled 40. Thanks be to our God. 
Let my 